0: Being an entrepreneur or business owner is not easy. We know firsthand how the daily grind can bring even peak performers to their knees. Welcome to the Lewis Brownlee podcast, an in-depth podcast for business owners interested in staying up to date with all aspects of business. Each show offers a variety of resources, insights, and updates from industry professionals to keep you at the cutting edge of this ever-changing world. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your learning experience. Good morning, welcome to um, today's weekly roundup. Um, I've got one main agenda item today and a brief reminder um, about VAT deferral. So the main thing, the topic of conversation today is the 4th Self-Employed Income Support Scheme grant, because that was opened this week, went live on Wednesday, I think, 21st of April. So the fourth grant covers the period from the 1st of February to the 30th of April. You can claim this grant if you're self-employed. It's aimed at the self-employed, as we know. And you can claim this grant if you have submitted your 2020 tax return and it was submitted on or before the 2nd of March and you have traded in both tax years, 2019-2020, and 2021, okay, so the last two tax years. You must be trading um, but impacted by reduced demand or were trading but temporarily unable to do so. When you make the claim, you need to declare that you intend to continue to trade. So you might have stopped trading temporarily because of um, the coronavirus crisis and had decided during that process that you're not gonna start again. Well, you can't claim this grant and you've got to um, intend to trade again once you're able to do so. And you must reasonably believe that there was a significant reduction in trading profits. Now, um, so I'm gonna talk about that initially. What does that mean? So before you make a claim, you must decide if the impact on your business between 1st of February 2021 and the 30th of April 2021 will cause a significant reduction in your trading profit for the tax year you report them in. Okay. so um, what does significant reduction mean? And it's not explicitly defined in terms of a percentage or anything helpful like that. So you should wait until you reasonably believe that your trading profits are going to significantly reduce before you make your claim. Um, And they have given some examples. So they've not given a specific, like I say, percentage or uh, anything illustrative like that, but they have given some examples. So I'm gonna quickly um, run through those. So reduced activity, capacity or demand, and reasonable belief. So our cafe owner, has fewer customers due to the government restrictions and is not allowed to open, only allowed to offer takeaway service, that reduces their taking. And they reasonably, reasonably believe that this will significantly reduce the trading profit, okay? I think you've got to compare it to what you would have taken if you were open in full. Um, so if you can see that that's dropped, then you'll be elig- eligible to make this claim. And I think for somebody in the hospitality where or retail, non-essential retail, when you've closed, um, then it's, very, it's going to be quite straightforward to um, demonstrate that you've got reduced activity and capacity. Um, a plasterer, uh, he can't get materials due to the supply chain issues due to the coronavirus. That's reduced the amount of work he can complete and be paid for. He reasonably believes that this will significantly reduce his trading profit. So he's eligible to make the fourth claim, fourth grant. A part-time personal trainer works at a gym. Gyms have been closed. This reduces their business activity on the days that she works. She reasonably believes this will have a significant reduction on their trading profit. So they're eligible to claim the fourth grant. So compare that to... Um, the cafe owners, fewer customers due to, co- to government restrictions, which initially reduces takings, but she increases her prices and does lots of takeaway um, and therefore believes that her trading profits will not be significantly reduced as she's been able to find another way of generating income. So even though she's been affected and her main income stream has changed, um, she's still, she's found a way to maintain her income, so she can't, she's not eligible for that for grant. The plasterer, he couldn't get um, materials due to supply chain issues. And um, that's reduced the amount of work that you're able to do for a couple of weeks, but then he managed to find a new supplier um, and then he's carried on as normal. Well, that's not a significant um, reduction in trading profit, so therefore is not eligible to make that fourth grant claim. Um, A hairdresser um, has had to shut. I think that's clear cut, um, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) pardon the pun, clear cut. Um, um, Obviously hairdressers haven't simply not been able to open um, and not been able to find another way of generating income because I was told by my hairdresser yesterday that there was £3,000 fine if hairdressers were to go to people's homes, even in the gardens, and cut hair. So they have not been able to trade. That's clear cut. You are going to be able to um, claim that fourth grant. Um, A builder has received a letter from the NHS identifying him as clinically extremely vulnerable and he's asked and the letter says he must stay at home. As he is unable to work from home, obviously he's a builder, he works in um, either outside or in people's homes. He's unable to work. So he has reasonable belief that there'll be a significant reduction in his trading profits. So he is eligible to claim the grant. Um, Unable to trade and no reasonable belief. So an example of this, um, a mechanic was unable to work for two days as his premises had to be closed to be deep cleaned due to a positive coronavirus test. He didn't believe that that would be a significant reduction in trading profits. It was two days, um, no um, big impact, frustrating, no doubt, but chances are he would have been able to fit in the work in the other days, so he's not eligible to claim the fourth grant. Um, A builder developed coronavirus symptoms, self-isolates for five days before, before receiving a negative test result. During those five days, unable to work from home, but was able to rearrange his contracts, So it does not believe there's a significant reduction in trading profits, so he's not eligible to claim the fourth grant. Um, and there are a couple of other examples. These are all on um, HMRC's um, website, if you want to look them yourself. Um, electrician still trading, but has increased costs due to buying masks, cleaning supplies and screens, not eligible, for the fourth grant because the increased costs were the only impact on her business and she's not lost customers. So that's interesting because that those costs will mean a reduction in profit, but just increasing your costs to, come, to be COVID secure is not gonna be enough to enable you to make a claim for this particular grant. Okay, um, couple of final examples and I'll move on. Dentist returns from essential travel abroad and has to self-isolate. 10 days in a hotel due to the quarantine rules. That's been the only impact, Um, a 10-day period of slightly reduced demand, um, not eligible to claim the grant. Um, An accountant reduces business activity and decides to retire. Um, Reason believes that there will be a significant reduction in profit but he is not eligible for the fourth grant because the reduced activity was not caused by the coronavirus, he's just decided to retire. And I mentioned that at the beginning didn't I? that if you were gonna make the claim, it's you have to have the intention to continue to trade once you're able to do so. So it's to bridge that gap. If circumstances mean that you're retiring or you're gonna go, you've closed your business and you're going to go into PAYE when you're able to, you're not gonna be able to claim this grant. Okay. I'm not going to go. through. There's a couple more examples, but I'm not going to go through them. I think you get a picture. I think that's probably enough. Any queries on that, if you're unclear, because, you know, your profits have come down, but you've still been able to do something, then obviously get in touch. And we can um, talk you through and um, help you make um, that assessment. So the eligibility then, like I said, it's the um, 2019-20 self-assessment tax return must have been in by 2nd of March. Trading profits must be no more than £50,000, and at least equal to or more than your non-trading income. So that's been the same rule throughout. The three previous grants had a similar rule, the same rule, £50,000 income, and at least equal to um, or more than any other income. So we had one or two clients ring last summer. They have tried to go onto the website. It's telling me I'm not eligible. And in all the cases that we saw, they weren't eligible because they either had um, pension income, perhaps they'd perhaps reached um, state pension age, maybe had a little bit of a private pension and were operating self-employed to supplement that income and perhaps to keep busy. But because the self-employment wasn't the majority portion of their income, they weren't entitled to make the claim. Our oh, rental income is the other one as well. Um, so pensions, rental income are the two where we see um, they are in addition to the self employment. So they've not been able to claim the grants before. That's going to be the same. If you're not eligible based on the 1920 tax return, then HMRC will look back at earlier years: 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19, and 1920. So um, so it's not just based on that one return. They do look back over the previous years as well. Our experience last year was that when anybody logged in to find out if they're eligible, HMRC systems did give the right answer. But if you are being told that you're not eligible, then do have a chat to see a um, ring and we can sort of talk you through why that might be. So how much will you get? So it's the same as before. 80% of three months average, average trading profit cap, capped at £7,500, and that's... Taking into account profit from 1617 right the way up to 1920, so four tax years. If you haven't traded for four tax years, as long as you've traded in the last two, um, and if you've had a gap, they'll ignore. They'll go from the gap going forward, um, is what I've read this morning. Um, so it's very, it's almost identical really to what was before, apart from the fact that they're going to include the following years. Um, information um, tax profits for 1920 which obviously last year we they wouldn't have had that information. Um, as before, it's going to be paid in a single instalment. Um, how do you get it? You need to log into your personal government gateway and that will tell you whether or not you're eligible to make the claim. Like I say have a chat if you're unsure. Um, we can't do it for you. Um, and if your accountant does try and do it for you um that will trigger a fraud alert at HMRC. So uh, we just simply cannot do it and haven't done it. Um, so, yep, do that yourself. If you haven't got your government gateway, we can talk you through how to get that. It can be a little bit um, painful, um, getting the password set up and all of that. So, um, get on and do that sooner rather than later. And you might need it again in the future. It's good to have your government gateway. So, the grant is taxable. Wanting to make this absolutely crystal clear. It's a taxable income. Um, and it'd be subject to um, income tax and national insurance, self-employed national insurance contributions. This particular grant, even though it covers February, March and April, so it staggers two tax years, it's gonna be reported and taxed in your 2021-22 tax return. So It's gonna be taxed in the year that we're currently in. So if you claim it for um, now up until the end of April, It'll be taxed this year if you then open in May and have a really good um, 11 month trading in the rest of this tax year. That grant is going to be taxed, probably it could be taxed at um, higher than expected rates. Um, and that I just want to remind everybody if you've already claimed previous grants, they're going to be taxed on your uh, 2021 tax return. And again, if you're if you had you claimed all three grants but manage to trade during that period, um, or don't have a 31st of March or 5th of April year end, so you have a non-tax year end, um, you might end up with more income than you're expecting. Sounds silly, and if you think you might be caught by this, give us a ring, we can talk you through it. So it's really important, what my message is, it's really important if you've claimed, Self employment up until now, that self employment income support scheme grant, those first three grants get your records to us as soon as you can, get your tax return information collated for, for last year so that we can advise you of what your tax bill is going to be next January. Because I think we've already seen several where um, the timing of when it's taxed is um, going to create larger tax liabilities. So, um, yes, it's just a warning. Um, look at that get your records in and um, we can give you the answer with plenty of time for you to to work out your cash flow by the end of January next year okay Um, there will be a fifth and hopefully final grant hopefully um, we are seeing the end of these because life is returning to normal obviously keeping fingers and everything crossed Um, so the fifth and final grant covering the period from May this year to September will be available in due course. That's going to be calculated in a different way, we believe, um, to the other grants, and at the moment there's not a great deal of information um, about when that's going to be open. This particular grant that we're, where you can claim now, that um, was literally opened this week, so in the last month that you can make the claim. So I would imagine that the grant from May to September there's going to be a few more months down the line before, um, before we're able to um, log in and um, make that particular claim. Um, as always with these things, because it's going to form part of your tax return information, you must keep records. And you need to keep records as to what grounds that you've made the claim. We are expecting HMRC to make inquiries into these claims in... Um, at some point in the future we believe there's going to be a separate section on the tax return for the grant information to go in so that information will be sort of separately reported back to them and they'll be able to see what you've claimed as the grant and what your actual trading profit was so if that trading profit hasn't dropped then could potentially look at that and say well your trading profit's been the same why did you claim this grant so you need to keep records as to on what basis you believe you're you're entitled to that grant. As I've said before, if you're a hairdresser or non-essential retail and had to close, that's gonna be really easy. Um, If you've been affected because your customers have been affected or your suppliers have been affected, but you've managed to change a little bit what you were doing, then potentially that's gonna be slightly more more difficult to um, justify the claim. Anyway, you're gonna finish that section off now. as with any of these things that we talk about, please do get in touch if you've got um, any questions on that. Um, more than happy to to talk you through in a bit more detail your own circumstances because chances are I haven't what I've covered isn't um, necessarily what your position is. Okay, so um, last thing then, very um, briefly to wrap up today. Paying back the VAT that was deferred due to the coronavirus last year. So if you didn't pay your VAT bill at the start of lockdown last year, you should have made the payment by the 31st of March. Talked about this a lot in these check-ins. So that should have been paid by the 31st of March. Or you should have made an arrangement to pay um, with HMRC. Penalties and interest may be charged if you don't pay in full or make that arrangement to pay, um, HMRC's website, and there'll be a link in the email that goes around after this um, session, gives full details on how to make um, those VAT payments, and they're giving you sort of a deadline really of um, the end of June, If you you may be charged a 5% penalty or interest if you do not pay in full or make a, an arrangement to pay by the 30th of June so they've sub-extended it a little bit. Um, you can go online and join the VAT deferral payment scheme um, and you can pay that deferred VAT in equal installments interest interest-free. So once you've committed to make the payment and it's a direct debit then they won't charge you interest and you can choose the number of instalments. Now this scheme was opened a few months ago so the number of instalments is now reducing if you, join, if you haven't joined already and you join now before the 19th of May, you've got nine monthly installments. If you join by the 21st of June, then it's eight installments. And if you haven't joined by the 21st of June, you're too late. So you must join by the 21st of June. Um, if, you're, if you feel you can't join by the 21st of June because the number of installments at that point is eight, eight monthly instalments and you're worried about your cash flow and not being able to make those payments then you've got to call them so you need to um, give them a ring the phone number will be in the email and it's online you can find it very easily ring them um, in by the end of June if um, you need extra time extra help but if you do nothing you're going to end up with penalties and interest and correspondence from HMRC which will only add additional stress and worry to a situation which is probably already causing um, stress and worry. So how to join? Again, this is something that you need to do um, via your own government gateway, and we can't do this for you. So you'll need your VAT registration number. You'll need to log into your government gateway or create it. So again, if you haven't got one, and most people have now, but if you haven't got one, get on and do that quite quickly because it can take a little bit of time for for that to get set up. Make sure that all your VAT returns are submitted and up-to-date, so that you've not got any um, unsubmitted returns. Otherwise, you won't be able to join the scheme. You need your VAT returns to be up-to-date. If you're aware of any errors on any previous VAT returns, get them corrected. Uh, And make sure you know how much you owe. So including the amount um, you originally deferred and how much um, you may have already paid. One or two people were paying payments, um, not on a formal payment plan necessarily um, during the last year, but making some payment towards it as cash flow allowed. So, yes, just know what your position is, um, what was originally deferred and anything that you've already paid um, against it. Okay, so you must join by the 21st of June so've got two months get that sorted um, pay by direct debit um, and if you if you really can't if you still if you think that that's going to be too big a commitment give them a ring and sort them and um, and when you do that again have all of that other in, all that information to hand that number how much you owe but also what you can afford what you know what's your proposition to them in terms of um, for the monthly payment that you are prepared to make and they'll will want you to pay by direct debit as well okay so that's it for today just like i said to um wanted to focus mainly on the self-employment income support scheme grant because that opened this week um so get on and have a look at that keep your records if you're making the claim and get your last year's tax return information sorted sooner rather than later know exactly where you're up to with um, your tax liabilities because we can tell you what you need to pay. You'll have payments on account due in July and if you're in construct we can reduce those. Um, If it's gone up that will kick in from next January but if it has gone up um, you want to know now, you want to know sooner rather than later and we can tell you this July's payment, next January's payment and the July payment after that so you can properly uh, plan that cash flow and if you want help planning cash flow then obviously that's one of my um things that I particularly um, enjoy working with clients on do, I'm doing lots of that at the moment um, and it's um something where we can really add value to you so do get in touch um so that's it from me to, from t- for today um thank you as ever for joining me um and I shall see you next week bye You've been listening to the Lewis Brownlee podcast. Be sure to listen again soon to keep up to date and help your business grow.